0: Hello, my friend, welcome back to the club. How are you? I'm so glad you're here with me today. I have got some cool stuff to share with you because I have been working with been a part of a life coaching program for the last six to seven months. And I want to share with you some major big takeaways that I have gotten from that group okay the reason i joined it was because i was looking i have been looking for a better way to help my clients um get things done (laughs) to coach them to better success you know that here in the christian health club podcast i have talked a lot about how health is a full spirit mind body package you cannot have physical health without spiritual health and mental health. We talk a lot about the spirit, we talk a lot about the physical body. Um, And it's that mind which is connecting both. That is such a key place that people are not addressing, it needs addressing, right? There is nothing that we do in the physical in our bodies, that doesn't start in the mind. That's why I'm, you know, very much about the order of spirit, mind, body. We want to be spirit led. We want the spirit to fill our minds and then our mind to drive our bodies to the actions that we want to take. The mind always drives the body to action, Now, whether or not it's the action that you, the results, you know, that you are getting, the actions you want to take, Um, well, it goes back to the mind. And so as a health professional, it has been really frustrating for me over the years to work with clients, give them all the tools they need, you know, really lay out a a program, you know, to change their food, implement lifestyle changes, maybe use a supplement to, you know, uh, bridge the gap in a nutritional deficiency, whatever it may be, and see somebody have all the tools and then not do it. How many of you know what to do? You know what to do. You know what you need to do to be healthy and you don't do it. You're stuck in that cycle of yo-yo dieting, you know, or overeating like we talked about in last week's episode. You know what to do, but you don't do it. And so it is where we have to go back and look at the mind And that's where we have to make the change for the results that we want to get. So I joined this life coaching program. It is called Self-Coaching Scholars. And I want to share with you some of the major takeaways I have learned there. And then a technique that you can implement, that you can use, um, to help yourself, and so the group is ca- the group I'm in is called Self-Coaching Scholars, and what it means is to become a scholar at coaching yourself, so that you can take a hold, take charge of your own mind to produce the results that you want to get in your life. Now. What is just so fabulous about this is that, of course, God is just working his way you know, into my brain about it all. As I've been going through this, this self-coaching program, I have just been recognizing all of the Bible verses that have to do with the mind. There are a lot, y'all. <laughs> there are a lot of Bible verses that have to do with the mind. As Christians, we are called to guard, to protect, to renew our minds. So Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. The Bible is telling us right there, the way that you think is the way that you will be. The way that you think is how you will show up in life, is how you come to the results of, that you are having. Okay, it is plain as day right there for as he thinks in his heart. So is he. The way you think is the way that you will be. Proverbs 423 says more than anything you guard, protect your mind for life flows from it. Your life, everything that you do starts in your mind. Okay. Now, as I was learning this technique from the self-coaching program, this Bible verse, the, the life flows from your mind, just really resonated because here is the technique that I've learned. Okay. So a thought leads to a feeling, a feeling leads to an action and an action leads to a result. That is the crux of it, okay? A thought leads to a feeling, a feeling leads to an action, and an action leads to a result. That is the flow that comes from your mind, and it's what happens every time, okay? So that the thought ends up, ultimately creates the result we're having. And so what you have to do is recognize and be aware of the thoughts that you are having that are leading to the results you are getting. Whether you are being successful in something, because you would want to recognize that thought download, that cascade, that flow, or if you're stuck in something. Okay, if you're not getting the results in the physical that you want to have, you got to go back to the mental and figure out why. And so what you can do is get a piece of paper. Now, this is could sound kind of confusing if you're listening to it, but I've written a blog post called self coaching Christians that you can look on the website or we'll link to it in the show notes also on the website at the Christian nutritionist.com to kind of see what this looks like. Okay. And all you have to do is get a piece of paper and write your, um, kind of write your little flow, your little thought download. On one line you write T for thought, and then under that is an F for feeling, under that is A for action, and under that is R for result. And then what you do is whatever circumstance, topic, subject in your life that you would really like to see different results, That's what you work on, okay? So let's take the example of, um, let's take the example of your weight. When I say your weight, what is the first thought that comes into your head? You probably had one. For a lot of you, it was probably negative because that's how, (laughs) that's how we women are. We can never be satisfied with our weights. And so it was, could have been anything like, I need to lose weight. I'm overweight. I'll never lose weight. Um, You know, whatever it may be. Okay. So your thought is, I'll never lose weight. How do you feel when you think that? You probably feel defeated, upset, depressed, you know, it doesn't produce a very good feeling in your body. Okay. So it's important to recognize that because the next The next thing that comes from the feeling is action. We take action from our feelings. When you're depressed, when you're stressed, when you're upset, what do you typically do? For a lot of people, it's go to the kitchen and eat a bag of chips, eat a box of cookies, um, get out the wine, you know, drink, Get on Amazon and spend money. You know, it leads you to actions that can either sabotage your goal of losing weight, wanting to lose weight, or create other problems. You know, if every time you're depressed at what you see on the scale and you get on, you know, get on Amazon and power shop, well, that could create a problem, right? (laughs) A money problem. So it is learning about yourself and how your thoughts cascade down into these actions that lead to results. Maybe the number on the scale is making you have a financial problem, you know. Um, um, If you are, if that number on the scale is making you upset and you eat a bag of chips, you know, you tend to overeat, it's not going to help that. Um, It's not going to help you feel better about your body, lose weight and such. Um, And so this is the flow that Proverbs 4.23 really kind of means, right? More than anything you guard, protect your mind for life flows from it. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions and our actions create results. So that is really that's the exercise that I have learned. Okay. And so like I said, I will um, link to the blog post that really explains that so you can do those yourself. All right. So other things that we need to know about our thoughts, and I did go into this um, last week in the um, overeating podcast. But is that a lot of the thoughts that we think we don't even realize them, they're automatic. Okay, They're, they're just kind of on default mode. The human thinks about 60,000 thoughts a day, okay? And like I said, a lot of those, you're not even realizing it, all right? Our brains are designed to store away thoughts that we've thought repeatedly um, or that people put in our mind repeatedly. Um, So the way that we think is really influenced by the world around us, right? Um, it's influenced by school and work, friends and family, commercial, social media. We have all of these worldly opinions and thoughts and information coming into our head constantly. And if you're thinking about the same thing enough, you know, it's kind of, you've been exposed to it enough. It'll finally just kind of get stored away in your thought bank. And that's that's who you become. That is where your thoughts lead to the results that you get. Um, And so with that thought bank, with all of those stored thoughts, you could be having thoughts just kind of come up that you don't even realize because they're stored there. In the Overeating Podcast, I was explaining how um, this can happen when you, maybe you get a sad piece of news. Like I just was talking about the overeating. Um, you get a sad piece of news, you, um, and you think, oh, you know, that's, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. And you feel terrible and you go to the kitchen and you grab something and you overeat. Okay. Or maybe that worst piece of news is very subjective. That could be, um, anything. Let's take something like, um, again, like the schedule, you know, you could be looking at your schedule, you could think there is no way I'm going to get all of this done. That feeling that you might get when you think that is overwhelm. What does that overwhelm leads you to do? Well, I can tell you what it leads me to do. It leads me to project hop, I go from one thing to the other without really completing anything, because I feel so overwhelmed, I got to give attention to all of these things on my list, but I never really complete anything. And that's the result I get. And I, so I'm really not knocking things out on my list. Okay, the result is I'm not getting the things that I need to do because of that thought that makes me feel so overwhelmed. I just I can't stay focused on one task. Okay. And so we have to realize that those thoughts can really come up automatically. You know, we're kind of programmed, especially as women, when we have these big old to do lists, you know, we get that like, oh, so much on my to do list, I'm just never going to get it done. And there goes the cascade that download of Overwhelm, you know, frustration, whatever it is, and then it, it's going to manifest in a different way for each person, how they act and the results of that. But we get kind of programmed like, programmed like that from the world, you know, these worldly thoughts, or um, even if you were, you know, a child observing your mom um, struggling with weight her whole life you might have a deeply embedded thought that losing weight is hard. And so anytime you try to lose weight, your brain's telling you it's hard. You're never gonna do it. You're gonna do great for two weeks and then you're gonna stop like you always do. And that ultimately will sabotage your losing weight, your health goals. And so what happens is is these default thoughts come up and they run our lives. They run us and we don't even realize it and when we're thinking about all of these thoughts that come from the world you know we have to remember that a lot of this stuff is is not truth it's from the enemy the enemy would love to keep you locked down in these thoughts that do not serve you that keep you in this perpetual mode of you know not reaching your health goals or not reaching your career goals, you know, or not being the best person that you can show up to be in a relationship. If your thought is, I am a sucky mother, you know, and you feel frustrated by that or sad by that, that's gonna lead to actions that don't make you a better mother, (laughs) typically, you know? And so we have to go in and intentionally replace those thoughts. With something that serves us better. With something that leads us to a feeling that feels better. It doesn't mean we have to choose a new thought that is, you know, we don't have to feel like, like, a, you know, like if you wanted to choose a thought that's, you know, said, I never lose weight. Or instead of thinking, I have an ugly body, you know, maybe you're like, You'd like to think, I have an awesome body, but that, <laughs> when that feeling is produced. Like that's a lie, that doesn't feel true. Just think I have a body, okay? Your, your body, your mind can handle that, I have a body. It's better than thinking I have an ugly body, okay? Just change the thought so you feel a little bit better about it, okay? Because when you feel better about something, you're gonna choose different actions you're going to feel a little more hopeful, right? Okay, so there is that cascade. And we have to be so protective of our minds, because of this, you know, these this constant, worldly um, programming that is coming at us. And so how do we counteract that we counteract that by reading God's word by planting God's word in our mind I call them word seeds planting word seeds instead of world seeds okay because what we want is God's truth to grow in our brains so that we can think thoughts aligned with his will and his purpose for us and then that can lead to more hope and joy and faith and peace in our hearts that will lead to actions that get the results that we are meant to get here on this earth to live into everything god created us to be to be the hands and feet of jesus to show up and serve because we feel well y'all know that as a health professional that is my goal as a christian health professional i want you to be healthy because i know that you will not only experience a more abundant life, you will feel better, but you will get out into the world and serve better and just show up and shine in the way that God meant you to, you know, just to be that example of what it means to be a Christian. Okay, and y'all, that all starts with managing our minds, all right? So what I've done is taken these, these practical lessons, these practical techniques that I have learned in my self coaching um, course, you know, my self coaching scholar, being a scholar at coaching myself and turning that into a course called self coaching Christians. Because like I said, as Christians, we are called in the Bible to manage our minds. To guard to protect and to renew our minds which means to manage our minds and because we are created with free will God gave us free will it is up to us to decide what kind of thoughts we're going to allow to direct our lives okay it is 100% our responsibility and privilege as Christians to manage our minds and so what is so important there as a self coaching Christian is to plant God's word to counteract all of these worldly thoughts coming at you and you taking them up for your own. That is not what we are meant to do. We have got to take up God's word for our own, you know, think like God would want us to think in this situation. And that takes a lot of intention y'all okay? Otherwise, it life just seems to be happening to us. We've got to make it happen by managing our minds. So a self-coaching Christian is a believer who takes responsibility for the way that she thinks and chooses God's word to shape her mind and direct her life. A self-coaching Christian renews her mind daily against the lies of the enemy. A self-coaching Christian sows kingdom thoughts and produces kingdom results. Okay, that is what a self-coaching Christian is. Putting God's word in our minds and manifesting that into the results we are meant to have. If you think of this idea of thoughts becoming results, we it just exactly makes me think of word becoming flesh the word becoming flesh god jesus is our example is our model of word becoming flesh okay and this word in our minds our thoughts become our results become what we do in the physical what we do in the flesh okay it all ties together. And so that's what we're doing. Starting tomorrow in the Christian Health Club is kicking off this 30 day, um, really just self improvement course slash Bible study. um, And we're going to be doing these, these daily thought downloads, practicing this thought, feeling, action, result, examination of ourselves. And I would invite you to do the same thing. If you're not art, if you're not in the Christian Health Club, I really wish you would be. It's an awesome place to be. Um, but if you're not in there and you'd like to get started and try this and learn more about it, you can go to the blog post, like I said, um, called "Self-Coaching Christians: How to Be a Self-Coaching Christian," and take a look at it. I am also going to be um, sharing some of my thought downloads um, in the month of October on Insta Stories, so you can kind of see um, kind of how my mind's working, which might be kind of (laughs) scary. Um, and you know, what's really cool is, um, my husband has done a few of these. My kids have done a few of these. I'm really trying to get my kids to do them. I told them I'd pay them a quarter (laughs) if they, if they would do some thought downloads. Um, and it was so cute. My daughter came in the other day with her little spiral notebook. She's like, mom, I did one of those things you want me to do. And I was like, what? And so we started looking through it and she didn't get the order exactly right, but it did not matter because it opened up a space for us to discuss something that had happened at school, you know, and what what the situation was, how she thought about it, and then what she did about it. And it, y'all, I know you can see the value in that, like really helping your child manage their emotions and it is the very same thing for you so do it you do it first okay you learn how to do it for yourself first and then you can introduce it to your family and you can bribe them with money like i'm trying to do here um if they'll do it um, my son has done one my son and my um, husband kind of butted head butt heads one day and my son was really upset and I was like, let's do, let's do a thought download, okay? And so we worked through it. And again, it just, it just gives you that opportunity for conversation around it. And it's something you can you know, physically write down so it's not like you're just talking at them, you're kind of working through it together. So it is such a great tool, y'all. Um, and so I invite you to try it out and really um, just get in the word And let God's word fill your mind. I promise you there is no better self-help book in the world than the Bible. (laughs) Um, I have been studying. I am really, I love anything. Self-improvement, you know, self-help, personal development. Um, I have been studying it for years alongside of um, health and nutrition. Like I said, it all really works together. But what I found in all the different books and blog posts and podcasts and all these things that I listen to is that all of the roots of all of these um, recommendations and strategies and, um, you know, ways we should think and stuff, all of it is in the Bible. It is there. And so um, really, there's just no better self-help book, if you could only choose one i choose the Bible, right? And there's also no better life coach than the Holy Spirit. Um, and so when we do allow the Holy Spirit to come first, you know, spirit, to be spirit-led, to direct our minds so that our minds can direct our body, that is the flow of we be looking for y'all that is the flow that we want to get on okay and so even though i've loved working with um in this self-coaching group and um you know enjoyed listening to the life coach who runs it, it has been really valuable um i don't ever forget the fact that the holy spirit is the ultimate life coach for all of us so um, I hope that you found this interesting. Oh, if you, if you like self-help stuff like I do, personal development, I think you'll eat this up. I do. I'd love to hear what you think about it. If you liked this episode, leave me a review. It helps other people find the podcast. Um, and I'm just on a mission to spread this word, the good news, the necessity of health in spirit, mind, and body. So, um, it helps me do that when you leave a review and other people can see it and just share it, share it with other people, um, that, you know, might benefit that are like-minded, um, that want to improve to seek, um, more God and better health in their day. That's what we're about here in the Christian health club. So glad that you shared this time with me. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I'll talk to you soon.